I am curious, based on that re- return, what kind of a soup would Jerry Palm be? CBSSports.com. Chief bracketologist, man who knows uh, the non-conference schedules of uh, all 365 men's college basketball teams at Division One level. What kind of soup would you be? That's an excellent question. Thank I've you. never given that any thought. I'm shocked. Um, I would probably be... Uh, and I'm going to totally butcher the pronunciation of this semi-intentionally. Pasta e fagioli. <laughs> oh, you are the best, man. I'm not even going to correct it because I'm just going to leave it out there. Uh, but it's it's a quality uh, it's a quality soup. I thought you were you were going to go like uh, gazpacho, which is a cold soup, uh, because that's you throw cold water. On ACC you know, fans. And I prefer to think of the how I comfort people with my... <laughs> Soup is comforting. There's no there's no question about that. Gosh, you are the best. Jerry Palm, CBSSports.com, Chief Bracketologist. Um, I think the last time we spoke, there were just three ACC teams in your bracket. And yes, I detected, correct. I detected a fourth in your bracket. We still have issues, but I detected yeah. a fourth. Uh, I th- thank you. Uh, what uh, what gives? Did the <laughs> well, league just me. get dramatically better? No, Tony Tony Bennett uh, got his team playing better. Um, they've won what eight in a row? Eight in a row. row. I mean, yeah, yeah, they're pretty hot. Um, you know, one of those was at Clemson, which is you know, as I have talked about with you before, one of the few teams you can resume build against. And um, so Virginia has picked a good time to start playing better and. Um, there's not much of a margin for error, although I've got them in the middle of the bracket, so there's yeah. a little margin for error. But the you know the problem is that you know the ACC hasn't got enough good teams that you can lose to, you know where you're not starting to hurt yourself. So, uh, but yeah, Virginia's done a great job. Um, they're going to get I think Wake Forest this weekend, which is a, a big game for Wake Forest because they yes. need to beat somebody right. uh, like that. Uh, couldn't quite get it done last night against Duke, but um, yeah, so Virginia. Uh, Virginia's up there now, and it, I don't I don't know if that's a great team to resume build against, but it's better than, you know, any of the others except, you know, Carolina, Duke, and Clemson. Right. Um, and Wake Forest's best win so far is probably their win against Florida, uh, which well, happened. They beat Virginia at home, didn't they? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's very possible. No, it's so, so no, long two. So long ago, Virginia I don't even Florida. remember. But let me, I, I do want to ask you about – and I'm not saying that it's wrong to refer to the, you know, what what they have done in quad one games or quad one and quad two. But it does seem self-fulfilling to me. It's a cycle. Because I went through all of the Big 12's schedules. And mm-hmm. the non-conference schedules were, other than... Houston and Kansas and Baylor. Yep. Yep. The non-conference schedules for the other teams are tragically bad and yet yep. it doesn't hurt them. So, uh, not only what did they not play anybody good, they actively played everybody bad. Like you have four or five teams, maybe six that played at least seven quad four non-conference games, at least seven. And a couple played like nine quad four non-conference games. That's just like not even trying. Nine, nine, eight, 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 ten, eight, eight. It is amazing to me 
that and and because of that, so like you have Iowa State as a three seed, I believe, in your current bracket, right? Yeah. And Iowa yeah. State's uh, net rating is nine, and I can't yeah. for the life of me figure out how the numbers work out with their number nine in the net. I will explain that to you very easily. Sure. It's all about margin of victory. Ken Palm, the net, both heavily influenced by margin of victory. Strength of schedule is definitely part of it, but it's also based on, you know, like Ken Palm is trying to predict margin. Right. Therefore, he's going to do base everything on margin of victory. I mean, ultimately, strength of schedule is going to come down to that. There's no one-loss component in it. The net has a, a, a small one-loss component, but those two rankings correlate statistically very close together. So it's, when the committee went out and created the net, it was like, we're going to try and get as close to Ken Palm as we can without his formula. And that's basically what they've done. So those two are heavily, heavily uh, margin of victory based, and the selection process is not. So, you know, it's fine for the net to be that way, I guess. They're just putting teams in the quadrants with the net. They're not right. using the net to decide. But it. they're so using the quadrants. But, but, but my point is that they're using the quadrants to separate. And, yeah. like, you're not, we can't it's say on one hand they're, so, they're not selecting based on net rating. But right. your net rating and your your selection is based on you, on how you did in their quadrants, which is comical to it's me. Not as, it's not as as uh, crude as that, but okay, um, because not all quad one wins are the same, right? And it is you you might have a quad two win or two that's better than some of your quad one wins. I mean, so it's it's more nuanced than that. So. They're not just sitting there and looking at records versus quadrants and not, you know, digging into details because you wouldn't need a five-day meeting otherwise. So what is but the justification? Yeah, you're, I mean, you're right. Okay. Your, your basic point is right. So what is the I mean, justification? It's, it's more I, than that. You've got TCU in your field, uh, uh-huh. right? You've got Texas Tech in your field. What is the basis for including them in the field? TCU in the non-conference beat Nobody in the top hundred, zero top hundred teams yep. in the non-conference. Okay. Texas Tech, I think Michigan might still be in the top hundred. I'm not sure. Like, yeah, how did they get in without universe. beating a top hundred team outside of the league? Uh, well, you don't have to. It's that's only about a third of your schedule. Still, so why why, why do we talk about it? Why, why is it even a book? Because if you don't do anything in your league, and you didn't do anything out of your league then you're not going to get in. We see teams get left out almost every year, usually major conference teams, that that got left out because their non-conference schedule was crap yeah. and they didn't do enough in the league to make up for it. So, you know, the, there's a risk to doing that. Um, but it's, uh, you know, it, so if you, go to, if you go to a site where you can find average margin of victory right. um, for, for these teams, you're going to see that there's, there's a pretty decent, you know, if you're looking to see why is such and such so high, you'll find them high in um, the average margin of victory. Michigan State and Gonzaga, who really haven't had great years, are in the top 25 sure. of the net. And it's because when they do win, they win big, you know, it's or they don't lose by much. Uh, Kansas State is terrible in the net 
because they've got six overtime wins. <laughs> you know, and so you're not winning by much when you win in overtime. Right. Usually. That is so, that, that is so, true. So they they've actually done pretty well, although they're not a conference schedule with also crap, but they've you know, they they've gotten some some, you know, their their profile is better than 75th or whatever they are today in the net. And it's you know, it's because they don't win by enough. Cherry Palm, CBSSports.com, Chief Bracketologist, joining us here on the Adam Gold Show at JP Palm CBS. I love having fun with you on this. I am not about to suggest what you think I'm about to suggest. But when I, when I look at the profile of Iowa State and Georgia Tech, there's not a lot of difference other than Georgia Tech has been poor in league play. But in terms of high-profile wins, poorer league as well. But how do we know that? I like I. I'm not saying that the Big Twelve isn't better than the ACC. I would submit that the difference is a lot closer than anybody wants to admit, because we are propping up Big Twelve teams because they have beaten other overrated Big Twelve teams that somehow give them quad one and quad two wins that they shouldn't otherwise have. I will die on that hill that some of the teams that are give you a quad one win on your home court do not, BYU is not one of the top eight teams in the country, according no, to the net. Not. Right? It is fraudulent well, that the net, well, yeah, but nobody nobody would seed them that highly. I'm not saying they're seed them, but who, because who you, you bring the Georgia Tech to Iowa State. Or BYU. Right. The, I'm not saying that this I'm not saying Georgia Tech is as good as them. If they were as right. good at them, they wouldn't be whatever they – they've lost so many conference games, yeah. and some of them are bad, right? But they also have oh, – yeah. I mean, Georgia have, Tech is 10-14. and 14. Right. They, they have wins. Well, their their biggest problem, it to uh, to borrow from an, uh, an Abraham Lincoln quote, better to remain silent and be thought a fool than to speak and remove all doubt because they actually played a, a pretty decent non-conference schedule unlike all of these other teams, not all, but a lot of these teams in the Big 12 that just opted out of that. So it all it all kind of runs in a cycle. Like, like I, I, I pointed out... They haven't been good in the league either. No, I, that's why I, that's, the, that's the separator. If Georgia Tech were 14 and 10 in the league, rather 14 and 10 overall, rather than 10 and 14, I mean, I could make a thousand arguments why they're better than some of these teams. Yeah, well, you'd have to tell me probably which four of your games you're changing, but still, yeah, it's. Well, even if we change the bad ones, fourteen and ten. If they're fourteen and ten right now instead of ten and fourteen, and then they get rid of the four quad three losses. I mean, <laughs> they're probably still in trouble. But uh, beat, you know, beat Boston College. Look, they lost to Boston College and Notre Dame both on their own floor, right? Yeah. That I mean, we could. St- I I'm not saying they're better than Iowa State, but when you no. look at their profile, had they one of those? By the way, was in overtime, so Notre Dame didn't get a bounce uh, for that. Yeah. Shame on you, Notre Dame, for winning in overtime. Yeah, well, uh, gosh, the, it, the, so the more I read, the more I delve into this, the more angry I get at how the Big Twelve is going to have more than twice as many teams in the NCAA tournament as the ACC, and it's all built on a house of cards. I know who to bet against now. When we get to the tournament, I uh, Kansas, Houston, and I'm not even sure about Houston to be honest. 
Uh, Baylor, I don't think, is as good, but Baylor's played a good non-conference schedule, at least challenged themselves. Everybody else, I'm betting against them. Everyone. All of them. All right. I'm not going to argue with you. (laughs) You're not betting on them either, are you, Jerry? I don't. I tend not to bet. It usually doesn't go well for me. Yeah, it doesn't go well for me either. All right. Yeah, that's, yeah, so, th- you're you're a perfect sounding board I, I, for I'll my. Tell you what, though, I think this year, if I were going to bet, I I would bet that Purdue wins its first tournament game this year. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, something stupid's going to happen because, well, it's Purdue, and something stupid happens. How many good teams uh, are in the Big Ten? Uh, Purdue. Three. I mean, Purdue's you know potential national champion, good Illinois, yeah. and Wisconsin. Are Illinois is Sweet Sixteen possible good? Wisconsin up until two weeks ago, yeah, was Sweet Sixteen possible good, and that's about it. Yeah. You know, Northwestern and Nebraska, Michigan State all have some chance of making the tournament. No, Northwestern and Nebraska have a problem; they don't get to play at home in the tournament. Um, Michigan State's just disjointed. I just right. feel like it, it, at any moment the light could go on for Michigan State. They are not playing to the level of their talent. Right. They have not once all year. Played to, except against Baylor, played to the level of their talent. And if the light ever goes on for those guys, if they ever figure it out, you know, they're a danger, but time's running out. Jerry Palm, you're the best. At JP Palm CBS uh, on Twitter. Uh, thank you much. Uh, next time I definitely need to rant about something, I will call you. Okay. And I thought you actually the thing that you were, um, you said that I would question you on was you were going to change my choice of soup. You know, I would not change your choice. I, you know, that's fine. I, I I just, I was just not going to correct the uh, pronunciation of pasta fajoule. Yeah, 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 I like my version better. Yeah, it's great. That's what you've done. You have, you have pronounced it as it looks, and I have no problem with that. (laughs) Thank you, sir. All right, talk to you later. You got it. Pasta, whatever, fagioli. I have no idea what he said. That is so phenomenal. Hey, look, we can talk some soup now. I like the soup talk. I'm going to move off it, but it is, it's a circular, it's a circular event. When, if we're, if we had Gary Parrish on here last week or two weeks ago, this team is blank in quad one games. Okay. That is a fact. Now we have to delve into what are those quad one games and should some of those games be quad one games? The Big 12 right now plays more quad, has more quad one opportunities because they've gamed the math. Not because their teams are better, which is what it's supposed to be based on. It's because they've gamed the math. They've cracked the formula. Like I said, it not even in basketball anymore does the system reward teams that schedule well. Yeah. Not even in basketball anymore. The Big 12 is proof of that.